Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we're here with a special podcast tonight. I've got two of my co-hosts with me. One is up in the great state of Pennsylvania. Who would that be? That's me, it's Charity. Yeah, Charity's here today, and down in the Carolinas, or over in the Carolinas, is? It is Mark. Yeah, y'all always do that, y'all. It's like y'all don't know if I'm going to say your name or not. There's always like this awkward pause, but that's kind of one of the rich traditions that we've established here on WDW for Families. And so tonight, what we're going to do, and we have done shows similar to this in the past, but over the years, we have had several different cast members, and and we have had cast members um, come and go over the years, and we've had listeners come and go over the years, and some of our listeners may not be well acquainted with some of our cast members. So what we're doing tonight is basically I am going to interview Mark and Charity. And in the future, I'm going to interview the other members of our cast, uh, Randy, Stephanie, Rusty, myself. And we're going to tell you our favorite Disney things. And it's basically just one, a way for you to get to know us. And two, a way for you to tell us how wrong we are or to compare notes, or or disagree with us. And so this is just a fun little podcast about our favorite things, a few of our favorite things. We did this years ago with, with our old cast, and now we're including some of our newer cast members. In fact, Charity's been with us for a while, but she is one of our newer cast members, quote-unquote. And Mark is obviously our newest cast member. So here we go. Are you guys ready for this? I'm ready. I hope. Yes, you're up. And uh, <laughs> these are these are easy questions. And as you, the listener, go along, I would love for you to comment on your answers to these favorite things. All right. The most obvious question you ask any Disney fan or any Disney Parks fan is, what is your favorite attraction? So I'm going to start. in Charity, why don't you always answer first? Then, Mark, you'll answer second. What is your favorite attraction through all four of the theme parks? All four of the Disney World theme parks, my favorite has got to be the Rise of the Resistance. It is, okay. it's just a, a step above so much. I am thrilled every time I get on it. It's great. How many times have you ridden it now uh, as of recording this show? Three. Three times. Good. Yeah. So you and I have written it the exact same number of times. All right, Mark, how many, what is your favorite Disney attraction? I am going to have to switch parks and I'm going to have to go with the classic of all classics, the Haunted Mansion. Oh yeah. Definitely That's my favorite ride. Nice. I should, I should have asked the question, why is the Haunted Mansion your favorite attraction? And <laughs> just in, in, in that way, Mark, what is your favorite part of the Haunted Mansion? Oh, it's got to be the graveyard scene. After coming out of the app, just the song, uh, Extensio uh, wrote it, uh, an Imagineer, and it, it just just the the song is what sticks with you. When you when you leave the ride, that's the song you're singing. That's the one that that you walk away from. Just like in a movie, there's always a song you walk away from. Yeah, the, that's the you know, song the, you walk away from with. 
The weird thing about that ride is my favorite part of the whole ride is the portrait gallery where you're first coming through and the portraits light up and they change. Um, for some reason, that has just always stuck out to me as being so awesome. Great, great answers. Uh, to you've get, you gave us a classic ride and you gave us the newest, shiniest, best thing. Really good answers. All right, so this is the thing that I love the most about Disney. And I am such a hotel guy. You guys know that I... I would even I I don't even hardly care to go in the parks anymore as long as I get to go to the Hanna Mansion, but if I can hang out at the hotel. So, what is your favorite hotel on property at Walt Disney World, Charity? I am loving the Riviera. Um, you know, just getting to spend time at the resort, the murals with the fountain uh, on your way to the the Skyway, um, just the the beautiful views you can get there, the restaurants. Um, I love the little pastry shop, the activities you can do, and the rooms, of course, are beautiful. So, yeah, Riviera is um, is my favorite for sure. Nice. Okay, Mark. Th- this was a tough one for me, um, and, and I'm basing my decision partly on an experience I had but right now it's contemporary, um, specifically Bay Lake Tower. I uh, I like Tomorrowland, and from your balcony, you, you stare right into Tomorrowland almost. It's almost like you're over top of it, and you can hear the music, um, the neon lights. You get that kinetic energy from, from Tomorrowland when you're on your balcony, and I just had a good experience with my with my middle daughter there, and uh, it, it it's just right now it's my favorite. There's there's still quite a few resorts I haven't stayed at, so that may change. But as of right now, it's the it's the contemporary. Okay, maybe the hardest question of all for charity right here. The hardest one by far. Like charity may struggle with this one. What is your favorite of the four Disney World property parks? Oh that that one's so hard. That one's so hard. <laughs> now everybody Anyone who's listened to the podcast knows I am pretty partial. Um, Because I worked at Epcot, it is my favorite by far. Oh, yeah. That's that's why I gave you that setup, of course. I I knew that was going to be the answer there. (laughs) Uh, You've been on the show long enough now to where I think I could name most of your answers. Although you surprised me with that Rise of the Resistance answer. All right, Mark. What is your favorite? It was a newer one. Oh, yeah. Favorite park, Mark? Another tough one for me, but it, it's the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's got a lot of rides. It has a Haunted Mansion. Again, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Tomorrowland. Uh, you know, 94, 95, redo Tomorrowland. It, it hurts. It's going away. But the Magic Kingdom, you know, it's the flagship. So I, I'd definitely say the Magic Kingdom is my favorite. Let's stick Epcot around. close second. What, what's a close second? Epcot's a close second, and DHS is not far behind now. Yeah, I think they have done a really good job of evening the playing field with all the parks. Because at one time, it was you know it was obviously Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and then it was like a long space between the next two. But you know, Pandora, Star Wars, those things have kind of leveled the playing field a little bit, brought those other parks up. But speaking of Epcot, and you know, Epcot is. Epcot is almost my favorite park. Magic Kingdom and Epcot go back and forth for me. But it depends on if I'm going with my wife or my, if I'm going with my kids. 
But uh, what is your favorite of the Epcot World Showcase pavilions? Now, this one was so hard because <laughs> I, I love so many of the pavilions. Um, I have like a super nostalgic factor for uh, the Mexico Pavilion because I mm. used to stand outside of it with some of the cast members uh, from the Mexico Pavilion and we would do the crowd control for Tapestry of Nations and for Illumination. So that one's got nostalgia factor for me every time I walk by. Um, Germany, I, we cannot visit Epcot without going to Germany, getting snacks, I love eating there. Having dinner there is awesome. Um, I love the crystal and the glass. Love all of it. Love, you know, getting to walk into the Christmas shop and seeing the, the pickle ornaments. Um, love the German pavilion. And um, the UK pavilion is another favorite. We, you know, we love eating there. Uh, my husband loves getting a drink there. Um, we love shopping and enjoying the gardens. And then, um, you know, most recently, we've fallen even more in love with the American Adventure. Um, I mean, Muppets. So it, it's so hard. It's a real toss up. Um, I'm going to say for overall factor, just of all things put together, it's got to be the UK Pavilion right now. But, oh, it's so close. I think it could be anyone on a given day. That's funny. Mark, have you got a? Have you got more of a clear answer? Have you got more of a, a one that stands out? It, yes, but, again, it's, it's close. I obviously love the American Adventure, the American Pavilion, the show. Uh, I, had, I want to try the new restaurant they have out front. But Germany is my favorite. Um, for several reasons, one being my grandparents, they were Polish German and my childhood. I remember not a lot, but some, some hints of, of the grandparents things. And, and, uh, it, whenever I go in there, it just kind of feels like out of all of them, other than America home, um, the woodworking in, in architecture in Germany and stuff, I just really like, and they carry that over very well into the pavilion. Okay. So of, you know, of the World Showcase places, pavilions, we like to eat in most of those places. But if you were going to say, okay, what is my favorite table service meal in all of Walt Disney World? What is your favorite table service meal charity? We fell in love with Tiffin's. And I've never fallen out of love hmm. with Tiffin's. You know, we're, we're big dining plan people. I love the deluxe dining plan and I was going to get use of all of those, you know, those dining credits. So that's why we started eating at Tiffin's and, you know, the menu changes drastically, but there is always a really good steak dish, um, which is, you know, one of the things if I'm going dining plan. I'm going for one of the most expensive things on the menu. So I'm always going to eat a steak while I'm at Disney. I love uh, just the way that they have so many different preparations. They have so many different dishes. Um, when you're waiting, you can look around the restaurant. It's like a museum. I love that it's a 
smaller atmosphere. It almost feels like like it's an unknown, like it's a hidden gem that just not everybody knows about. So it just, it feels special. It feels like it's kind of just ours. It's our thing. I also love that when I order a sweet tea, they bring me out tea with a, a little pitcher of uh, this vanilla reduction sauce, like a, 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 a simple syrup. Oh, I just uh, can't speak highly enough about it. Love that place. And that, that's funny because we have not gone to Tiffin's yet. We just have not done that. And maybe, isn't it on the backside of Pizza Fari? Isn't that like where where it is? So that may yeah, be my whole Yeah, it's like right on that. Right on that little sideway into Pandora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that may be my mm-hmm. holdup. Just thinking, okay, that's the back end of Pizza Fari. That can't be great. But it, it, it <laughs> I've heard but nothing but one. I've heard nothing but wonderful things about Tiffin. All right, Mark. I have not eaten many table service restaurants as an adult. I remember some as kids. As a kid. So my that's that's a little hole in my lineup. That's my uh that's my Tennessee pass defense. Uh what? Right now. Mark. <laughs> I knew I knew you would I knew you would get that reference. Um, you meant the you meant the University of Tennessee, not the Tennessee Titans, right? That that's exactly what I meant. Okay, good. good. But uh but the the restaurant that I remember most and I enjoyed most, even though it was a long time ago. And I don't even know if the name was the same, but it was a Mexican restaurant. And I believe it was La Hacienda in Epcot um, from a trip. I would say, I would say 94, 95 ish. I was young, but I just remember. Were you inside or outside? That's the the part I remember is feeling like I was (laughs) outside, inside. And that's why I believe it was the Mexico Pavilion. You were in the San Angel Inn at that point. Yeah, it was definitely. And that, that again, I, I cannot remember the name, but I, in in context, I remember my family and, you know, my mom passed and I remember her being there. So that's why that one kind of holds on, on to, uh, to me. And, and it'll probably be my favorite indefinitely. Hey, bonus question. Charity, what was the first Disney dining you ever had? What was the first table service you ever had? Um. So my opinion of this restaurant has changed greatly since then, um, but it was the Rose and Crown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, at the time, I looked at the menu and went, oh, my gosh, everything is disgusting. I can't believe people in England are this weird. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> clearly, my palate has changed yeah. since I was in high school. When we went to When we went to England... Last year, we literally ate at the Rose and Crown every day. It was just a different named Rose and Crown. I, we, it's just, it's amazing how they eat, how, how the Rose and Crown menu is very similar to what we had in England. Mark, so th- that's your earliest first memory of eating at Disney table service? Yes. Uh, I can't think of another, another situation from when I was a kid where we sat down and ate. It's just, yeah. That one is, yeah. is forever in, etched in my mind. Ours is 1900 Park Fair. We went to there for a for a breakfast. It was a character breakfast when, the gosh, the boys were really, really young. And I'm just cheap. I don't really pay for things a lot. I, I tend to uh, 
I, t- I will pick up pennies still in the parking lot of, of, uh, you know, but, but I, but spending money on a character meal, like repulsed me at that point in my life. Uh, of course I've changed. I've eaten at just about every table service meal there is now, but 1900 park fair was the first one for us that I can remember. All right. What about your, uh, what about your counter service? Because counter service, Amanda and I, when we go on our mommy and daddy only trips, like we're counter service exclusive. We, we love the counter service. So what is your favorite counter service meal here? Uh, you know what? I could not have been more excited that the Regal Eagle was going to open. And I, you know, our first visit, I had such high hopes. And I was just, you know, I drugged Jeremy along and I was like, it's Muppets. We have to go. Sam <laughs> the Eagle. And uh, you know what? Our feeling when we came away from that was, why on earth did we split the onion rings? We should have gotten our own because it was all so delicious. Um, So thankfully it, you know, it met every hope and dream that I had for a quick service barbecue. It was delicious. You know, since then we've been back. I, I can safely say the only time I have ever made a shirt to wear to Disney was when I made my regal eagle shirt <laughs> to wear it. <laughs> wow! Uh, the whole day at Epcot, just because I wanted to wear a shirt that had Sam the Eagle. Um, so yes, that's the only time I have ever done that. I do think that may be the only time I will ever do that. But um, I love that quick service restaurant, and I could not be more happy that the food is delicious and the theme is spot on. Charity, you are. You represent our Muppets crowd, and you do a really good job. Thank you for representing those of us who are Muppets fans. You do a really good job. All right. So, Gladly. Uh, yeah. So, Mark, what's your favorite counter service meal? Um, I'm an eater of opportunity. <laughs> so, I may eat a half dozen small things, or I may snack my way through the park. Um, as but I, I, have as I have say, witnessed live, I have witnessed that live. Yeah. <laughs> Mark will snack his way through the park. <laughs> so, so I can I can hit up a a uh, chicken and waffles at Sleepy Hollow. Um, I, I can I can go for just some ice cream and 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 a, a Mickey pretzel. Head over to Sunshine Tree Terrace and get some uh, Dole Whip or a, a citrus swirl. A float. I, I'm like I said. I'm more of an eater, snacker of opportunity. Uh, so it's whatever whatever strikes me in the moment is is what I go with. Whatever's closest to me when I'm hungry. But no favorite. You don't have one place that you say this is my favorite. That would that would require a decision on food, and that's difficult for me. Well, that's what this show is about. But you know, I'll give you a pass <laughs> on this one. I'll give you <laughs> one pass. Because one I'm going to ask you an even harder question next. So if you could pick oh. one Dis- Disney character you got to meet and greet with, who is that Disney character you get to meet and greet with? Charity. Now, I have not seen her for meet and greet options in a long, long time. But I can tell you when I do see her, 
I still come to tears. Cinderella's fairy godmother. She mm. just, just seeing her just makes me get all teary eyed. Um, she looks exactly identical to my, my grandmother. Yeah. And I, you know, I just always have associated her with my grandmother. Uh, when I worked at Disney, I got my grandmother gifts that had Cinderella's fairy godmother on them. And, um, my gosh, if I could give her a hug right now, oh, if, if I could see Cinderella's fairy godmother and give her a hug right now, that would just make my day and then some. So, yeah, I, I know it's been a long time since I've gotten to meet and greet with her, but, um, but yeah, oh, if they brought her yeah. back in for meet and greet. I love it. It hadn't it had been too long. She was out beside the castle probably two, three years ago. Pretty recent. But that's a great answer, Charity. She, she, she is awesome. Fairy Godmother is one of the – I bet there are women all across America in their 60s whose that's their life ambition is to become the Fairy Godmother at Disney World. There's a lady at our church, and when I first met her, she said, I, oh, I heard you're a Disney fan. My goal in life is to become the fairy godmother at Disney. And uh, it's just such a, that's such a great gig. I mean, can you, can you imagine being that? It's just awesome. All right, Mark, what is your favorite character to meet and or greet in the park? My favorite character is is goofy, but he is readily available. So if I could choose someone to meet and greet that is either really rare or you never get to see, I would love to meet and greet Dreamfinder and Figment. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know that hasn't happened <laughs> in a long, long time. But this is this is my, my dream list. That would be the person that I would want to meet and greet. I think the last time Dreamfinder was out was at D23. And I think it was about three years ago they had Dreamfinder come out. Of course, Figment hasn't been around in... Gosh, probably 10 years now. It's been a long time. But anyways, you, you know I'm a big connoisseur of the characters, so Dreamfinder is definitely on our bucket list. So, all right. Let's go with your favorite Disney show. Now, I'm not giving you really any parameters on this, so whatever you define as your favorite Disney show, that's what we're going to accept as the answer. So, Charity, go ahead and give your Epcot answer, and we'll uh, we'll hear it. <laughs> surprisingly no we're not going to be at Epcot okay. for this show we are bouncing over to the animal kingdom which is um you know what I think that's one of the strong suits of the animal kingdom is their shows between the Lion King and the Finding Nemo shows those are great um for me though you know I'm a Muppet fan you know I'm a puppet fan <laughs> so of course Oh my gosh, you put like musical and and aerobatics and all this kind of stuff together with puppets. Of course, I'm in love with the Nemo show. Um, I think that one is excellent. It's a, a really, really well done show. You easily could have spent $60 for a ticket to go to Broadway to see it. And um, the fact that, you know, it's just one of those things you can see in the park stuns me every time. I, I just love that show. I, I love that you love it. I, I love that you have a passion for that show. I love that the Corings love that show. 
Uh, it is not my favorite, but you know, I can appreciate that other people like things that I don't. Um, you know, that, that show is uh, very well done, uh, as, and <laughs> this is one of the weirdest sentences I will say tonight. I am a puppetry guy. I actually did a lot of puppetry in college and I know that's weird, but, uh, but I can appreciate that show. Uh, it's just not, not my thing, but I know a lot of people love it and it's a, it's, it's got long lines every time you can't go to that show without standing in line. All right, Mark, what's your favorite show at Disney? I have to uh again go pull pull to my childhood and, and memories and uh I, I love Fantasmic. It just does it for me. Uh I, I remember seeing it again when I was going with my family. Uh I see it every trip I go. Um it, it just <laughs> the lasers <laughs> the lasers back in the day, I remember that being like futuristic in my head, like lasers what are lasers and and the the way the smoke would would roll and the lasers would cut through it sort of like it it, it does some nights for uh illuminations i mean it just mm-hmm. it just blew my mind the globes mm-hmm. with the lasers inside infatuated me as a kid but I, I, it's just a good show um it's it's a sit-down show it's got a great stadium they did a great job you know, and it, it covers a, a wide array of, of Disney uh, movies and classics. So it's it's just a good show I enjoy. When the princesses come out on the, the floats with their princes mm-hmm. and the crowd starts cheering, mm-hmm. I I tear up. I, I, le- I legitimately do because I'm so excited that people get that excited about it. Charity, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, now... Mark, I'm I'm kind of wondering uh, because this this is a thing, you know. Uh, my my brother also did the Disney College program, and uh, he worked over at the Hollywood Studios and would pull shifts at Fantasmic, and I would do a morning shift at Epcot and then pull a night shift uh, working at Fantasmic. And so I'm wondering if you get the joy of having anyone else in your family that you can just put on the Fantasmic soundtrack and then all of a sudden you both break out into choreography from the show. Does that ever happen to you? I just wondered. That does not happen to me in, uh, with, with any company in my house, but maybe at times I've choreographed a scene or two on my own. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny, uh, that, that, there might be some Mickey uh, movements uh, memorized. I will say that Mark was not brought on this podcast just to agree with me on things. I think people are going to start accusing us of that, Mark, <laughs> because, you know, Fantasmic is <laughs> one of my favorites. At least you didn't say Country Bear Jamboree because that would have been really sinister. Like people would have thought, OK, this, this maybe Mark is actually Todd using another voice. Um, because Todd, we, Todd did we, not write my script. Yeah, I have not. We but we agree on a lot of things. All right, so let's go over from shows and characters. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. We've only got a couple of questions yet. I need to throw in who, who's your favorite Disney princess, real quick. Let's give a quick answer on that. All right, for me that's Merida. Okay, Merida, good one. Okay, Mark. Quick. Um, I gotta go with Mulan. Okay, interesting. All right. 
Would not have guessed either of those. You threw me a curveball there on that one. All right. That's going to lead us directly into maybe the hardest question of the night. Your favorite of the animated classics, which is, you know, an easy answer for me that everybody knows. But, you know, I'm not going to answer it until it's my turn to play this game. But the your favorite of all the 50 so animated classics in Disney history. Charity, what is your answer? And you're totally right. This was a tough one. I battled all through because, right, you've got the nostalgic factor of which ones you watched when you were a kid. You have the which ones have I enjoyed with my kids. You have the, oh, but which ones are the classics and which ones are really good cinematically and what do you love and what what broke the mold as far as animation came. Um, so it was really hard to boil it down to one. Um and who knows, a different day of the week, I could have a different feeling because so many of them are so good. But I'm going to say Cinderella. You know, the look of it, beautiful. It's simple. The story is what every girl feels, right? Every girl feels like, oh, my family is so mean and I want to go to a pretty ball and be special and get a prince. <laughs> um, it, you know, it, it tells the every girl story and... Um, and it, the music is beautiful. The animation is so pretty. I just, I love it. There's nothing that's wrong about it. It's, it's just a great movie and it has a fairy godmother in it. So yeah. I'm, I'm feeling super partial to that this evening. <laughs> okay. Charity, as a, as a boy, I never saw Cinderella up, right? My, my parents just didn't, I didn't go see it, which is odd because right. Sleeping Beauty was the first Disney movie I ever saw. But so, so Cinderella, I watched. I, I watched it at a church camp when I was in high school. It was the first time I ever saw Cinderella, which is hilarious because um, that setting is just a weird place to watch the movie Cinderella. But uh, I remember thinking to myself, um, "Why do I like this movie?" But I really liked Cinderella, and it it is truly a, just a great classic Disney movie. Just a great one. Uh, Mark, what do you say about your I, favorite? I agree with everything Charity has said. Wow. And I've had a tough time because I, I want to like a classic. I want it to be, you know, the, the, the height of animation and when it was, everything was drawn and they didn't copy the cells the way they do and they didn't reuse this and, but, you know, but I, it's, it's Hercules. And as it, it was a difficult decision to come to, but I, I like the story, um, the soundtrack. It, it's just a little different than anything else, you know. And and when I thought about what was my movie, not what was you know my movie I watched with my kids, not what I was most nostalgic about. The first one I remember, Hercules, just it always come to the top of the list, and uh, and, and I. I I don't know why, but it's the one that 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 stuck with me. Oh, and and is That's a good one. Did Disney not hit it out of the park? Like, uh, like with the voice actor for Hades. Like to me, that was like one of the the Hades is one of the best Disney villains of all time. Just fabulous. Yeah. There's a there's there's a there's a lot of things in that movie to me that by themselves you don't 
think are great, but when you put them together, they just, it, it just strikes a chord for some reason, uh, with me at least. And, uh, just the, just the story, the music's just a little, just a, you know, a quarter turn different from what a lot of Disney music is. So it just kind of, kind of makes you turn your head a little bit and think about it a little more, I, I, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, that cast, I mean, you've got Danny DeVito and James Woods and oh, I mean, so many. Well, other, he sings, I, uh, I, you know, do you that, remember, that, I don't, it, like there was a time and Charity may remember this. I don't think you do, Mark, but there was a time at DHS where the Fantasmic, there's this thing called the Fantasmic Meet and Greet. And it's where all the characters that are going to be in the Fantasmic show come out for a meet and greet before Fantasmic. Back in the day, they would have it at the very front of the park up where the gas station is. And Phil and Meg and Hercules were always a part of it. And just one day we were up there and we got lucky enough to meet Phil before they took that character away. And that was a really big deal for us because... Um, Phil was such a rare character. I mean, you just don't see that character out in the parks. So we got to meet him. Don't know why I shared that story, but I did. Anyways, all right. So <laughs> what is your favorite? Oh, wait, Todd. Go ahead, Charity. I've Go got ahead. to point out one thing. Okay. You and I never agree on anything. And we never have the same experiences. <laughs> but our first movie was the same. Oh, was Sleeping Beauty your My- first Yes, my first Disney film was Sleeping Beauty. Where did you see it? Uh, well, I was very young, so I don't remember it specifically, but my mom loves telling me about it because apparently I pointed out that, you know, the witch was dead in the end. So, um, <laughs> anyways, we, we did see it in a movie theater. I don't know. Um, I guess yeah. it must have been like a, a, a re-showing of it, but but yeah, that was the first for me. That was my first actual theater um, film that I saw. Yeah, I saw it at the Bellmead Theater, and uh, and uh, which is I would say West Nashville, and it's an old old theater that had the balcony and everything, the gas lights down the front, and uh, that dragon scared me so much. I I still have I have a hard time with things that are large. And I attribute it back to that dragon. Like I literally, like dinosaur, like the ride dinosaur. (laughs) I still kind of, I still, I mean, I'm not afraid, but I still kind of am a little anxious knowing that that Carnosaurus is going to come out at the end. Um, And it's that stupid dragon from from Sleeping Beauty (laughs) that did it to me. Uh, I, I mean, I still remember, I was probably five or six. The first time I saw it. Anyways, yada, yada. This show's not about me. It's about you guys. Let's talk about our favorite Pixar films. Let's go to uh, to Charity first with your favorite of those awesome Pixar films. Yeah, so this was another tough one. Um, I mean, there are a lot I like. Um, obviously, Toy Story, even Toy Story 4 with Forky. Oh, my gosh. So cute. Um <laughs> We loved Inside Out. It's such a good film. But for me, I just, I love Brave. I love it. Um, I know it's like their classic princessy-ish film. Um, but, you know, it for us, it was 
such a movie that brought our family together. It's my daughter's favorite. Um, she had curly little pink locks when she was little. And it's just, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's as if it already has a nostalgic factor just because of, you know, thinking about my daughter when she was little already. So, yeah, that, that movie, it, um, you know, it says so much. It's so much about the mother-daughter relationship. And sure. um, it's just special. So I love it. Yeah. All right, Marco. Pixar movies are all on such a, a high level. I, I haven't fallen in love with one because they're all up there. But if I had to pick just one, it's Toy Story 4. And it's, it's a personal reason because it's the first Pixar Disney movie that I watched with my son in a theater and he was so excited about it and he was riveted to the screen eating his little box of popcorn and sipping his little drink um you know it 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 just I said Forky you know I'm trash I mean he 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 loved it so I loved it uh with him and you know I I understand that that you know, it, I wouldn't be a very good critic because I allow my emotions and in, to, into the the decision making process. But to me, that that's just as important as the content of the of the movie. Yeah, and I can understand. You know, sentiment does play into it a lot. I mean, Three Caballeros is a is not a great movie to me, but because every time. Uh, for about a seven-year stretch, every time we would hit Florida when we were driving to a Disney vacation, my boys would say it's Three Caballeros time because we're in Florida, and we would watch Three Caballeros from uh, the the Florida state line all the way to the bypass, driving from Tennessee, and that was just kind of a tradition for us. Not a great movie, but it will always be in my top echelon of Disney movies just because of those memories. I can't reveal my favorite. Uh, but you guys chose two Pixar films that are surprising. And I'm, I'm glad you did because everybody's got different tastes in movies. You know, for me, Brave um, Brave is one of Brewer's favorite movies. And uh, it, it, it has never been one of my favorites only because I'm a villain guy and there's not really a strong presence of a villain. I mean, the bear is, you know, he's a pretty decent villain, but there's not your classic Disney, you know, sinister laugh type villain in brave and toy story four was just, uh, an interesting film, but I appreciate <laughs> both your answers. Uh, those are, those are both great. I mean, they're both great movies. I mean, Pixar has it. I mean, aside from the good dinosaur, has Pixar ever made a bad movie? I mean, <laughs> And, see, and that's where it's tough. They 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 have a pretty consistent lineup of yeah. of them all. I mean, Monsters Inc. I enjoy. You know, oh, Cars. Yeah. I there's there's so many. Uh, Brave felt very Disney to me. I know Disney owns Pixar, but it felt almost like it could have been on the other side if 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 it'd been produced in a different studio. To me, at what least. What did you guys? Okay, on a scale of one to ten. Last question. We we've got to wrap up. Last question. What is your opinion on Soul? Give me a one to ten on Soul. Have you seen it? And give me a one to ten. You've Didn't not see seen it. it, Charity. Okay, Mark, have you seen it? I have. I've watched it multiple times, and my son loves it, and they asked for it. And it started a little slow to me, 
It does. But it 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 picked up, and by the end of it, it was like, man, they knocked it out of the park with this. It, and yeah. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought Soul was awesome. Like I just, I loved the character Twenty Two. He may be my favorite Pixar character uh, since Monsters Inc. Really great character. I could just figure out who he became. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, we don't want to spoil anything. So, all right. Um, we well, that was a fun show. That was a lot more fun than I thought it would be, uh, and I thought it would be fun. So it was a, uh, it was uh, stupendously fun. All right. So thanks, Charity. Thanks, Mark, for hanging in here with us. And uh, next time we do one of these shows, we'll be with uh, either Rusty or Randy or Stephanie. And we uh, hope you guys have a great rest of the week and you're never too old to wish upon a star.